use drops? I should have installed drops. I could have done the uh, the the noises from Black Panther. Or you could have oh. done the uh, the Dora Milaje or the sirens uh, song like oh I don't even know what they yeah what something like that. Yeah. But instead we got. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, including all of the movies. And we've been watching a lot of TV shows as well. But there's nothing, there's nothing like cracking open a brand new ice cold film reel. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and watching and, sl- and slurping down some 24 frames per second movie. Yeah. Ugh. Um, we're talking Wakanda forever, and that means a brand new MCU movie means that we call our version of the Avengers the OG host of Countdown to Infinity, John and Andrew. Por- they're portaling in, portholing mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Um, uh, my name's Emmanuel. I, that was low energy. <laughs> well, and you also introduced us already. Yeah. So. So like oh, did I really? Yeah. Oh shit. You just said so it, so but just... you said your name though, so that's cool. Well, we're out of sync. Okay, this is what happens when allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm always really excited when a movie comes out because it means that y'all get to talk MCU. We talk about it anyway. Out, anyway, yeah, just like yeah, we talk about the shows. You just mic. don't allow it to be recorded for some reason. You just we you you. You you we do like an hour of talking after every episode, just not recorded. So um, it's an update. I guess we can update on. I mean, we were. If you I mean, listen to here's what I thought of She-Hulk. Okay, was this like yeah. if you so, listen to uh, if you listen to Countdown to Skywalker, we're on that one and Revenge of the Sequel too. But um, it's I guess the Countdown Strikes Back now. Oh, the Countdown Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah copyright. Um, so, uh, so we, you haven't heard us on the Marvel podcast, but like you know, I think what was the last. She-Hulk was the yeah, last big thing. What what else was a uh, between after y'all? The last time y'all were on this pod, y'all were on this pod. Spider Man was no. Spider. No, it was no, it was Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange, the multiverse no, of madness. It was Thor. No, it was Love Thor. All right, this is nice. People like this. People like us forgetting and remembering. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. It's I been a long you. year, guys. Like, well, and also, there's a lot of Marvel things now. Yeah, and Which Drew. Did rank like all of them? Yeah, there's forty. There's That's, forty. F- you probably don't, don't want to say all of that because it'll probably be its yeah. own episode. Here we go. All ranking. My it. number one. With a bullet. No, I'm just kidding. Countdown, yeah. Well, I mean, there is a lot of Marvel stuff, and that's partially why we honestly do this. I like pod. She-Hulk, though. My bad. Sorry. I think I was going to, towards that, and I was like, I'm going to oh, let yeah, you finish. Yeah. But She-Hulk was cool. It was cool. It was awesome. I like it. Um, but that's kind of why this is by committee. Sophia's on sometimes. Brent's been on. Sometimes it's y'all. Sometimes it's just me. There's so much Marvel stuff that, you know. That you can just, you have your own cast of characters yeah, we got just our own on, the, cast. On, on the podcast. We do the thing that every Marvel thing does. We retcon and introduce a backdoor pilot, uh-huh. new people in the pod, yeah. and they show up later. Tons of cameos. Yep. And... Technically, you two being on the pod, cameo. Fan yeah. service. Definitely. <laughs> Everyone's going wild right now at home. That Secret Wars podcast is it's just going to be a, it's a recording of a, of like a universe. Yep. It's like a, a lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Neighborhood kids are popping wheelies, screaming, yeah. being like, the boys are back, and saying, oh my god, I can't believe the cameo we wanted. And people are like, oh, I wanted something else. Yeah. Well, we're talking Wakanda forever. Honestly, a, a fairly, I would say, highly anticipated sequel, even above some of the stuff that we've seen recently. Of course, like a, a, a way for fans and the artists to honor the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman. And I think when Brent and I did our our kind of spoiler-free conversation on Black Panther Wakanda Forever, a super rare occurrence in filmmaking in general or in, like, pop culture to have 
kind of a piece of art or a movie that directly um, like talks about and deals with the loss of not just uh, the character, but an actor. Like we talked about how, you know, Dark Knight and The Crow, things happen, but those movies aren't necessarily about addressing that, yeah. their their loss. And here we have kind of something really unique and it's in one of the most watched franchises around the planet. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, we're really excited. We have our spoiler-free version of this out there. Um, but since... I'm so glad that's out there because I don't know how to talk about it yeah. if it's not a spoiler-free. Like, that's good. That's a good reminder. Yeah. Everyone listening to this, we're going to be talking... I mean, it's everywhere. We're going to be spoiling <clears throat> it. We're going to be talking about it so much. I'm going to give just a brief synopsis and then we'll go into like our first... And then go into our final thoughts. No, into our... <laughs> uh, what we thought about the movie. Um, but this is a movie... You know, after the loss of T'Challa, the... Uh, I, I would say like the, the royalty of Wakanda deal with uh, constant threats. Some from just the other nations on our horrible planet Earth, and then some from a brand new emerging society that has laid hidden for, I guess, like forever. Centuries, yeah. For centuries, led by Namor or Namor, Namor. as we are uh, uh, kind of learning um, in this iteration. And uh, yeah, I think this whole movie deals with that loss and kind of uh, crowning what's next for Wakanda in the future. But... John, what did you think about Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Um, surprising, I guess. You know, just right off the bat, of the, surprised on how fun and how good the movie was, I guess. Um, I guess fun is the kind of a weird word considering the circumstances, but it is like a very entertaining movie um, considering all the stuff that, you know, you know, the stuff, circumstances surrounding it, whether it be the obvious ones and maybe the not so obvious ones. You, I mean, we were hearing about, <clears throat> not hearing, but, you know, a topic of clickbait and conversation, everything that was happening behind the scenes. Right, yeah. And so, like, that's very, you know, it's almost like the 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 legend of making the movie was, like, it, it was bigger than the, the, the movie was going to be. Um, but the movie was very, very enjoyable. Um, you know, I think it handles the, it, it, it's unfortunate in, you know, not in the obvious sense that we lost, like, a great, a great, you know, person, a great actor. Um, but also like in the, the way the storytelling is, 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 um, I think it makes a good like attempt to like pivot from what happened. Um, I think that it doubles down to me, it doubles down like world building and you're introducing like loads of stuff. Like it feels very much like a, it feels way more MCU like than the first one did. Um, for sure. But I mean, that doesn't make it any, like kind of like less exciting. I mean, I do enjoy the new elements like Ironheart and, um, introducing like namor and you know actually yeah i guess we'll get into that detail later but i was like seeing like an underwater city that looks really Talocan. looks like an actual underwater city you know yeah. like, there's no you know there's there's freaking algae moss everywhere and there <laughs> so i was like, like there's freaking algae down well, here just like this like yeah i mean it's not like a sci-fi yeah. freaking like sci- you know not that that makes it any you know not that it's apples and oranges but it's it's cool to see like a an underwater yeah an underwater like an actual like i guess like you know attempt to yeah, be I guess photorealistic, and we'll talk about m- more about this later. But when I saw that killer whale that they were kind of using, I was scared because those things are legit. Yeah, like, killer whales. They're real. I was like, oh, they're gonna win because <laughs> they got freaking tilikum. They, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know the performances kind of you know surprised the hell out of me. I, I I'm kind of you know um, you know kind of I'm still kind of digesting the whole flick, but you know I did, I did love the performances of you know Tenoch Tenoch. Uh, Huerta, um, you know, um, 
Letitia Wright was even pretty good, you know, regardless of what was happening, like, you know, behind the scenes and stuff. But, like, <laughs> I mean, she was really great, you know, if you were just, like, you know, talking about the movie itself, she's great in it. And I, I do enjoy the, you know, Angela Bassett. And um, I do think the the weirder, some of the weirder parts of the movie include uh, Martin Freeman's character, but Here we'll we get go. into that. Getting into some spoilery stuff. But yeah. o- overall, like, I think the movie was pretty, was yeah. pretty cool. A like, lot of, yeah. It was a lot of, um, you didn't. It was you knew it wasn't going to live up to the first one, obviously, and it, I think even had some terrible things not happened, um, it still probably wouldn't have lived up to the first one. You're such a singular thing. I mean, nominated for best picture, and yeah, know, that's that's wild. It was always going to be really hard to like kind of top it, but I I do think that the you know this movie is about like kind of like grieving and uh, you know and then coming together through that. Um, I think it does its job. It's a very heartfelt movie. Its heart's in the right place. Um, it is kind of all over the place at, at times, but they, you know, did need to shift focus into some, um, you know, into you know, they needed to shift focus into storylines to m- make sure like you filled up a you know entire two hours. They made other people yeah. the main characters. Really, of two, the story. two two hours and forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they made other people the main characters of of the Black Panther story, and I guess that's just fine with me. Yeah. Um, um, I don't, you know. I guess I don't want to bring that up a whole lot, but I'm not in the I I'm not interested in the realm of talking about who's like you know, they, should they recast or should have they not have recast? But the story that they came up with is very enjoyable, and it's um, I mean I can't wait to see what the future is. I think they set up a little bit more non they set up more non Black Panther stuff than they do Black Panther stuff. Yeah, but um, I mean it was fun. I uh, I think it might be the best. Marvel movie of the year. Like, and you know, maybe of this phase. Like, we got to look back. I don't remember when yeah, it started. I don't, I don't know. No, I think Shang-Chi and The Legend oh, of the Oh, Shang-Chi was really good. Shang-Chi but I'm saying, really like, good, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, part of it, too, is uh, there's so much <laughs> that comes there's out. A lot. That it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. There's a lot of things about this movie that feel very different from the first Black Panther. Definitely, like, an ensemble piece more so than it is a singular Black Panther, you yeah, know, story. A story. But there's a lot that's very similar. I mean... You, I mean, and a huge part of that is the returning cast. Drew, what did you think of Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Um, I thought it was really good. I remember being really skeptical on um, them not wanting to recast. It, it, I thought it was one of those things where, like, man, uh, I think William Hurt ended up passing away also, and we recast him so quickly with That's Harrison true. Ford pretty quick. In, like, a bigger role? Like They seem to, like, be like, oh, you know what? Let's <laughs> Which is pretty wild, but... Um, and I think that these characters ex- existed long before, and they'll exist long after some of these people, uh, are, you know, pass yeah. on and stuff like that. What happened with them was super tragic. I appreciate them kind of ripping off the Band-Aid at the beginning because I, I, I just kind of... I already feel weird making money uh, off yeah. of... Uh, you know, I, I get that everything is to make money. You know, you're like... You're, yeah. you're, you're, um, it was going to happen anyways. For yeah. sure. And and it's not like they were like, oh, we're going to make money off of this yeah. this person who passed but away. And that's not... You we, know. we talked about this specifically with our Revenge of the Sequel Ghostbusters Afterlife thing. Yeah, and so I, I feel a little bit weird, I think, um, anytime it involves that. But this one did it really, really well, I think. And it it, it was super touching. Like the, the tribute they did to, to Bozeman um you know not showing him at all not even in the suit and stuff like that so that was cool i, I mean, think it was real like you know not cool but just like it that was done yeah. right like yeah you know, and yeah. so many moments where it could have been exploitative right exactly yeah. and that's why i think um yeah they really want me like I, I was really skeptical about the the supporting cast carrying the movie now because they're missing their leading man you know yeah. and you can and you feel, feel it yeah yeah you definitely do feel that that you know um you know the uh, bozeman missing but um 
it, in the first 15 minutes, that was, that was kind of put to rest with all their performances at, at, right from the get-go. Um, I think it is a little bit more on the convoluted side to the point where some of the some of the, the characters I wanted to see more of were kind of pushed to the side, yeah. like Everett Ross and like um, Winston Dukes, um, M'Baku. Um, he was mainly used for like comedic relief, I think, M'Baku in this mm-hmm. one. Um, and then, you know, um, I think Lupita Nyong'o's character gets... Uh, she shows up like in the middle of the movie, which I thought was, um, yeah. which was, you know, that was one more thing to add to everything else that we were balancing. And plus, like, Okoye has a whole thing that she goes through. They yeah. introduce uh, 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 new characters. In- Mikhail Cole, yeah, as Anika, they introduce it, but you're right, like, they didn't necessarily, yeah. like, spend a ton of time. And it's not just Riri Williams that we're introducing. We're introducing, like, two other Iron Women, like, because everyone, yeah. I say Iron Women because everyone has the HUD, yeah. and all the HUDs kind of match the Iron Man thing. So um, much AI, so much Siri in this world. <laughs> but they are, uh, it is comic accurate, those those armors. I forgot, the, the, the angels, angels. The Midnight yeah. Angels, and that's what I'm sure their, their show's going to be called. I, mm. I, they're trying to spin, because they, they were supposed to be a Wakanda show, right, for Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's who it's going to focus on. They're going to have their own suits and stuff yeah. like that. So that you're right. That felt a little interesting to me, but you're right. That is so that totally there's the, a, and then I didn't even Riri Williams is getting guy. her own uh, series well. also. And Julie Louis Dreyfus is in this who we know is going to have a whole And then and then oh, we boy. we even get Namor, Namor himself where like he's going to carry his own stuff soon by himself. Yeah. So um I you know, if you expect him in Black Panther 3 to see the continuation of his story, I think you should Yeah. Um, they're probably going to cover something else cuz he's going to be doing his own thing. So that's John is definitely right. It definitely feels a lot more MCUified, where we're we're trying to spin stuff off. I mean, you just and, talked about five spinoffs that are in this thing. Yeah, for sure. And um, where the first one was really kind of stood on its own, and it didn't really need a cameo or didn't need to spin anything off and stuff like that. They they show you what happened in Civil War. Um, I think in a flashback, but that's directly related to you know the lineage of if what happens with his father. You know, mm-hmm. it's such, such a big thing between him and. Uh, you know, Killmonger and stuff like that. But yeah, even the surprise, uh, you know, um, even the surprise. Oh, wait, are we doing spoilers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. At the you, end, you mean? No, Michael or, B. Jordan's okay, surprise yeah, yeah. where it's like, holy shit, like even oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that was really, really awesome. That was effective. Well, because I was getting scared that they were going to show Chadwick and I was like, please, God, in don't show In the ancestral him. plane. Like, I, yeah. I, I, not even in the suit, like even if it was just his voice, like they, you know, they yeah. did that that AI thing. I didn't want to see any of it. So I was so scared and then it was him. And so it was a really, yeah. really awesome We knew surprise. he was in the movie. I'm glad it it was, it served a purpose, like for him to be the, the vengeance mm-hmm. that. Uh, that Shuri was feeling, Shuri was, yeah. identifying with, and stuff like that. Um, John's right, Letitia right. As problematic as she was on set, it was really pretty cool. As the rumors were, I'm not yeah. sure. You know, this is all like second. We don't know. We weren't there. Also, um, this isn't a defense of her either. But I'm just saying, like, but this is just you we're know, on alleged, the fence. alleged like gossip. Yeah. We'll, we will always be on the fence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she was really, really cool. And I mean, it's very comic accurate. There are a bunch of other people that become the Black Panther at one point. Um, and and I, I thought you were going to talk about the surprise at the end, but there's also another T'Challa. So in some ways, they did recast in an like interesting that. way. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that more. But they kind of did do both. Like they did, not totally. recast and also kind of recast. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, they don't want, I don't think they want to put their eggs, all, all their eggs in one basket, uh, so, to see, so to speak. But also, that's been the thing for... 
all the MCU stuff. They've been passing it on to their kids. WandaVision had their kids, and Thor had a kid, and um, it's true. It's uh, all Tony about Stark had a kid, like, you know. and the, the, you know Hawk, Hawkeye has a, a, you know a, essentially a, a hand-me-down yeah. kid. Hulk has a they're, kid. They're planting seeds for the next thirty years of Marvel for sure. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so it makes sense to do it here also to to ensure that it well, can, they really are putting their up. eggs in one basket and that's kids are trying mm-hmm. the betting on I mean, these kids. But even, they're but they're also having like seven hundred baskets. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. Steve Rogers at one point I think was was Black Panther or it's like holy shit like you heard of Baby Yoda Baby Steve when even if you wanted to do a period piece where you go back uh, like black the first Black Panther was way back in the day when he just you know he killed yeah. a Black Panther and he wore the skin on his head you yeah. know um, and uh, stuff like that even in I think one million BC oh they're, Marvel they're, like that yeah. <laughs> that weird like yeah the caveman man, man. Yeah. So even then like the first Odin, Black Panther that like you Boar thought or something yeah, is like the, the first yeah. Black Panther that you thought existed wasn't because there was one that existed all the way back then so if you wanted to do like a like a period piece where it was just that you know very um. Uh, what is it, ten thousand BC inspired? Yeah. Like prey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> exactly. That'd be that could be really cool. I think you could take it in really neat directions. But um, yeah, this movie was really, really. Uh, I think I the my favorite part was um, Tenoch Huerta's uh, uh, Mariner. It was really, really cool. His introduction and stuff like that. The Submariner, um, like you, that's the first time we've said it on on the podcast. That's, yeah, yeah. That's where the characters based off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they don't call him that in this movie, uh, which I get. Um, it's a silly name, actually. Not thinking about it. Yeah, but, well, but no, no. I mean, he's always I mean, been they, known on. He's always yeah. been known as that thing. So it's never been also, silly enough. You know, but, like, they they kept the feet. They did. Yeah, they they the, did the wings. Yeah, they they yeah. they did a lot of they, the. Yeah, most of the MCU people don't really call themselves by their hero names anyway. Only, actually, that's not true. Yeah, it's like the Black Panther does, and She Hulk loves to call people. She Hulk says a lot by by the by their. By their superhero names, their and alias, stuff, yeah. and so yeah, I it's like, a mariner, yeah. Sorry, but, I, well, and yeah. I loved uh, the the changes they made to the the culture of the the uh, submariner. Sure, yeah. Um, it, it was really really cool. Um, even if some of it was a little bit cookie cutter, every time there's like people that live underwater, it's always that like, oh man, we're gonna like take over the land because the of they 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 polluted it or whatever. And even the way they defeat him, it's like you know the SpongeBob thing. We're like put it under a heat lamp, and then he's you know. Um, water yeah yeah exactly that whole thing so i was like oh man that's a little bit uh a little bit uh, yeah that's very much what would happen but, to like aquaman or like yeah. namor in the books. i think that's a that's that's one of the things about the movie that feels very different yeah. from the first one is the resolution i feel yeah because you're right it's just like a wakanda aircraft carrier um you know yeah. and uh you know some some other stuff and it's it's pretty interesting yeah yeah so but overall no i think it it, it did really well and i think it might be the oh no never mind I was like, it's pretty good well because I was yeah. gonna say it's the strongest number two but I think Winter Soldier still yeah. takes hey I'll show sure. you a strong number two <laughs> just to remind you what kind of pod this is the the <laughs> the moan though <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like tennis you got to grunt to get the goods uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> funny. you know it's true um man lost my train of thought. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about Black Panther after, well, I, after all that shit talking. <laughs> well, I yeah, I think you know, I I talked about this without spoiling too much on the first pod, but I thought it was a pretty effective movie. And you're right, like you, we shouldn't judge it based on the struggles that we heard and obviously occurred because mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of the script was written while Chadwick was still with us. But you know, it's still a triumph against all of the stuff that we assumed were, was happening, and we know did happen. You know, right? Um, yeah. But I'm, yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting how much of an ensemble this was, and it kind of makes me think that it does take all of these 
um, a supporting cast to kind of equal one Bozeman in in a certain way. And honestly, the one that kind of fits that role in a big way is is uh, Tenoch uh, Huerta in the role of of Namor. Namor. I'm doing a lot of uh, rolling my R's. Your R's. Um, but I feel like this movie is definitely doing a lot of brick laying for future stuff, and there's so much of it. Yeah, I mean. Huh? Pipe laying? Laying a lot of pipe. <laughs> but there's like... I, and there's moments well, he like... He will be laying pipe. Valentina's you know stuff was really intense, you know? Like, you could and, tell it was very COVID-related where they're like, oh, we can only get these two yeah. guys to film, so we need to and put them I, in a van. I don't think... It, this is the most we've seen of her, right? Yeah, like, definitely. ever in she's, any of the shows what is in a Wakanda Forever movie. That's We, we know what organization she's finally yeah. working for, and it's straight up just the CIA. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I did feel like there were some of the things that Kugler liked to... That part felt the most weird to me. Only because, like, Valentina... Yeah, Allegra front, you know the character Fontaine, yeah. is over the top. Like it's so over the top compared to what's happening in the movie. Even though the movie is, I feel like that's ironic saying that because the movie is about like you know panther people and uh, and mermaids and stuff. Yeah, but like her the way, <clears throat> I guess maybe just because of the aura that you've seen her in, in the re, in, in the other you know uh, MCU projects, like yeah. that her presence is just big, <laughs> like. But she's she tones it down like just for this movie, yeah. but it still feels like and she she's wants married. To, she's an ex wife. That might be a little too of, convenient. Yeah, of like, it's kind of wild. It was of supposed Ross. to be the Nick Fury <laughs> thing. In the oh, comic, her yeah. and Nick Fury has, have together, a, right? Yeah. Now, I feel like, well, and, and that's really interesting that it's in this, I, but I feel like her introduction and honestly, the stuff with Lake Bell, who's in this movie, and um, I feel like that was a really interesting thing that Coogler was trying to, I think, explore, which was the fact that what happens when there's a country that has resources and it is the world is going to come try to steal it right, all. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think it makes sense that um, Talokan and wants to stay hidden and stuff because that would just repeat, especially considering the history of um, what the Mayans went through. And I thought that was really cool, but it is buried in with a lot of other right, yeah. things like personal feelings of grief. And I thought that was, I mean, it feels like phase four is about loss and grief. And I'm not sure if that, I mean, it's a super universal feeling. Everybody dies, spoiler alert. The biggest spoiler alert, mm -hmm. everybody dies, so everyone deals with it. But it's interesting that they do focus on that. Um, maybe it's because Endgame dealt with it <laughs> head on in so many different ways. And it's such like a poignant thing, but like WandaVision... Um, even like the the lighter stuff deals with a lot of loss, including like multiverse of madness, like, Loki, too. America, Loki. like she loses her role, and Loki. Like it's so it's interesting that it happens in this. Of course, it kind of makes a lot more sense in this because T'Challa's gone, um, and I, I like the way that everyone deals with it. In, in uh, like Angela Bassett or uh, or Ramonda, is that her Queen Ramonda? Like the way she deals with it is different than Shuri and yeah, yeah. Mbaku and the way that you know. So I I felt like that was uh, that that worked. But, um, yeah, really an emotional movie um, with great, I think it still has some great action sequences. And, uh, yeah, just it's doing so much. It's kind of. It's a lot. I think it's I'm, a lot. It was, is, um, 
not that this has anything to do, but I had to go pee during this movie. So, oh, like, wow, I really yeah. kind of wanted to watch it again before I recorded this podcast. But, well, yeah, well, you... yo, yo, I mean, Drew caught me up on the scene. I think it was the scene where I didn't see a scene where Everett Ross was arrested, but I'm assuming oh, yeah. that's what happened. Kind of. We don't she, actually, she doesn't even, he doesn't even get arrested, she really. She bugged the beads. And then, yeah, so uh, she, she just says, okay, she, she says this, I bugged the beads. And she was like, I was keeping track of every conversation you yeah. had. And but, she has handcuffs. But the amount of, like, stuff by that point in the movie, because there's a lot of stuff, like, I, I did feel, you know, for maybe, like, yeah. a good, like, 30 seconds or, you know, for, like, a good minute when I came back yeah. in the theater, I did feel confused. Because <laughs> you're just like, what part did we leave off on now? Yeah. Like, you know. It, and that's the that's the thing with Marvel movies is so much happens sometimes that you just have to, like, if you got to take a mean number two, like we were talking about earlier, you just got to do it. Yeah. It's a very ambitious, like, flick, though. You just like, got to get down it's, there um, and do it. Way more ambitious than the first one, obviously. Yeah. And then just like the, you know, the I, stuff that works does work. Though. Like, yeah. Namor really works. And I feel like part of that is Kugler and the te- the entire team that is returning. Honestly, the Oscar winning team. This yeah, movie won three Oscars when Black Panther came out. And I feel like they haven't skipped a step. Ludwig Gordonson talks. Fire. To- fire. He talks, and he might win again this year in Oscar, but he talks about how. Nobody, and this is stuff I didn't even know about, but nobody knows what Mayan music sounds like because unfortunately they didn't record it at the time. There's no way to record it. So he worked with profess, he went down to Mexico and Mesoamerica and worked with these people who found instruments in the graves of Mayans and reproduce them to see what they sounded like. And that's what you hear in the now movie. that's budget. And know? I was like, just oh like, my. Yeah. And the same with the costume. They found, like, they worked with professors of and actual Mayans that have not left the the, the society of, yeah. of Mayans to work. So that's, I feel like, what makes this movie still feel really special. And uh, it's a lot of what they did in, in Black Panther is they just put a lot of thought and effort. And it's one of the few places in the MCU where... The world we're visiting is kind of grounded in some kind of reality. These are not these Talokan and Wakanda. Another spoiler alert: not real countries. Yeah, not real. But they're not going to like the quantum realm. <laughs> where what is the quantum realm? Well, it's just you know whatever you want. To be. Whatever you want to be. They're like, what is the? I already forgot the black and white place in Thor: Love and Thunder. What is that called? The absent space or whatever whatever that the place ne- is the, the negative the ne- no no it's the uh, the center of the universe of it's the dark oh, dimension yeah like that, right? dimension. which is cool all that like stuff Yu-Gi-Oh is related. all that stuff is great the shadow and realm it's, shadow, shadow realm, realm. That's what it's called and it's all about like imagination but i feel like black panther's a different thing where it is imagination married with actual like research and like a lot of really fun things and i thought that was like i think that's still really hit i mean like the uh, specifically, that's the first time you see anyone from Talokan. That siren scene in the dark with yeah, Lake Bell. Yeah. Well, uh, when, that was pretty effective. Yeah, to me. It's, like, it's like a horror movie, like underneath the sea. Um, when think, yeah. they start taking down everybody one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think also like maybe just a small correction. I don't know if it's um. I just wanted to make sure we were getting stuff right. But I was like, yeah, I think it's a Aztec. Maybe not Mayan. <laughs> on no. some stuff, yeah. I mean, I think. Oh, well, yeah. I think it's both. I don't know if it's. I don't know what to say. It's both. I was just like. I was just trying to be respectful. Like I guess of a... the history and shit. But um, it's mine. Maybe. Oh, it's mine. Yeah. Or is it Aztec? Mine. It is. Yeah. Uh, oh, Aztec whatever. is later. Was it? Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen. Oh, I guess so. Anyway, we um, need our own professor. Yeah. And exactly. we need to spend whatever the budget is to do Ludwig. that. Ludwig. Come it's, help us out. They're from Mexico. Like, I swear. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like too, the actors are all in with this stuff. You know, like. Uh, uh, Tenoch 
learn yeah. mine and learn how to hold his breath for five minutes or something like that, That's, which is yeah. He had wow. never he didn't know how to swim either before. Good the Which is like the design too of Telecon, like the way it looks like a freaking like yeah. you know like they're a, playing that game yeah, that we yeah, saw yeah. in um, basketball. And that's just like that's freaking evolved into oh, shoot, basketball. What is that movie? That's so freaking El Dorado. Awesome. Hercules. Just, they play it. At, oh, kidding, yeah. I don't know. Now the you know you you they do look like because they they've obviously yeah. chose for photorealism like the way uh, an actor would or a person moves float, in the water. Yeah, yeah, it does look like everyone's holding their breaths. So like you know yeah. because they are holding their and breaths. And do they talk yeah. under there? They don't, right? He, or do he they? Does. He does. He does. He does. But they don't. They seem to have like these little masks pockets. that they can like yeah like yeah. Because I saw that. Through. And but I think it, it allows them to just breathe above the water, right? I, so they have like little water bubbles in there. And I want to. Um, That's so cool, though. Even just like just thinking of that little design, because it's not exactly like. It's kind know, of organic. It's but, kind of organic, but it's just like you know, it's it's obviously it's technologically yeah. advanced for them because it's the just, vibranium. Like, it's cool. We know it's probably and that vibranium. Every single telecon person is a is a freaking like. Mute. Super strength mutant. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just like awesome. That was some of what oh, I didn't. I like. guess he's the only. Mutant, he's the only yeah. one. I didn't yeah. really dig on how similar the mm-hmm. um, the 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 origins were to uh, the people of Wakanda. Um, but yeah, not every Wakandan but, is a panther, like but, the way yeah. like oh, that's true. Telecon is. But like. it's um it's because they all take the herb though to live underwater. Yeah, um, I mean, in the, the beginning, yeah. yeah. And so that's what uh, it, it is cool that he's a mutant and he says I am a mutant flat yeah. out in this one. Um, really, I am X Men. But I mean, I also, did anyone listen? It could have been. They, was, they, <laughs> they cue that theme. Oh my god! Can um, you imagine? We have to go back. Someone, every someone time. Sent us, yeah. yeah. But I understand why they changed it because he is just Aquaman. Which, to be honest, he was made before Aquaman, so Aquaman is just him. But both of their stories are the same. Where he like, yeah, ha- his his wife. Or, I mean, his his mom was half whatever, and his dad was half yeah. whatever. And, and he's so. kind of a. Uh, it's interesting because he's not necessarily a villain ever. He's kind of the anti-hero, but also like kind of a dick. Um, yeah, and but it, it's always because of surface world problems yeah. of like, oh, they polluted this or whatever. Which you is know? fair. He's yeah, fair yeah, guy, yeah. And so that's why I think it's not. He's not more of like the the villain here. He's he is definitely an antagonist though. And I don't have the names pulled up, but his uh, is it Namor- Namora? Namora and the other guy. I don't yeah, know his name. That, yeah, he's the one that challenges him in the comics. They're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, keep an eye on those two. Keep, hey, keep your eye on those two. Because obviously at the end, the resolution of this is peace. But we kind of even see it in this. Namora's like, hey, I don't he, want this. You know, like I want to fight. Why you bending the knee? So I feel like that's one of the things, the nuances that's happening down there is it's uh mm. you know, there's a lot going on, which I'm sure we're gonna see more of. But um I want let's talk a little bit about some other new characters in this. Riri Williams. Um, I said on the spoiler free version, I appreciate always when we have a non-Wakandan in Wakanda because it it and, and I guess she also goes to Telecon, but it's always nice to have kind of an audience point of view. The outsider looking. Yeah, the in. outsider looker. And of course, uh oh shoot, I already forgot his name. Denoch. No, in the first movie it was Bilbo. Martin Again. Freeman. Martin yeah, whatever his character's name is. Oh Ross. Ross, yeah. yeah. Everett Ross. Okay. There's two different Rosses, yeah. So that's gonna get confusing. That's why eventually. I was confused. I was like, wait, is he right? like he's my dad? That's what he's gonna be <laughs> but saying. He was, oh god, I He kind of served that role, you know, of of uh, of that. And Riri Williams is in this. She's from Chicago, she's really smart from my she's MIT. Funny. Funny. What did you think about her and having Ironheart uh in the movie? And I will say this, in somewhat of an essential-ish part in the beginning of the movie. Sort of, yeah. It kind of gets muddied after a while. Yeah, it's like, pretty weird because I feel like you could have just put any other scientist in there and it still would have worked, if that makes sense. Because yeah. by the end of it, you have two of the Dora Milaje in the suits. 
Yeah. And so you just in add new another, suits, another, like in you just add another suits. third one in the suit. I, I appreciate them adding her, and she was really good, and and she was um I think she fits the role. Yeah. It's, they they kind of breeze over Kino Loy her, her her dad or like her history her whole thing yeah because they're just like oh she's just a yeah. girl Iron Man and you're like okay like then you yeah. just kind of have to go from there like people are even like oh look it's an Iron Man suit or whatever and they don't go over as to how or why yeah. but um, she does it the, the same way Tony does it where if the, his, he built his first robot at MIT etc cetera, etc cetera. she's at MIT they mirror the Iron Man shots of her hammering crap just yeah. like the first Iron Man mm-hmm. movie and like sure. it's very it's exactly the same but I don't think that she like I think you could have cut her out of this completely and it still would have been the same movie if that makes sense yeah. you, you this might is have like saved... a man, MCU mandate or something yeah, yeah. and I get it because again you're planting the, the seeds for um, her own Disney Plus uh, movie or show I'm not sure but yeah um, yeah, for what she was, it was really, she was, she was not, she was cool. I, th- I thought she was really, She's, really awesome in the role. She was more essential than I thought it was going to be. Does I that like, make sense? Well, in it, the beginning, it, I was like, oh, also, this makes a ton of sense. It's like a good little foil to like the, you know, to Shuri's character, right? For like, sure, yeah. Because like, it's just like, it's, they're both like genius people, but they both like, you know, they come at it from different sides. You know, they're literally different sides of the like world. a little so, yeah. sister character? Like a, sort like, of, yeah, yeah. And like this, like this kind of like, you know, um. Because Riri kind of has more in common with Shuri than she does with anybody else yeah. in her in her own life at the moment. So it's really I like that, and I I yeah. do dig on how kind of you know obviously she was always going to be different. I I haven't read a whole lot of Ironheart stuff. She's a very recent character Super that just new. came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do like the the parallels between her and Stark and stuff. And she is a you know um, she's she, well, she's obviously very be, smart. Yeah. yeah, the next the next one, but um, Tony Stark I like is that. AI. I mean, her her actual in like comic. you know even when it came to like you know specific like line deliveries and comedic moments like it's just it's she was funny. good. She was like you know there's some supervillain shit. Yeah. She's like oh you guys stop having Black Panthers like yeah. when I'm around. <laughs> they, and I, I like the world when they I'm sure this is kind of a self deferential thing, but where she assumed she was getting called up to the Avengers like oh, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. right though. I feel like. So much of Marvel and honestly all the Avengers is found family, like Guardians, like Toretto. did it in that one moot family, Toretto. But Shuri loses her whole family in this. And to to think that, you know, she now has another member, not so not obviously not as close as her like royal uh, bloodline members, but you know, she's got Riri Williams out there, and it seems like they're staying in touch by the end. Um, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the other characters. Like oh, anything else that's such. I mean, I, I was really surprised at Mbaku. I thought I thought he was great in this movie, yeah. and I wish there was a lot more of him. For sure. Honestly, maybe the de facto leader for Wakanda for a bit. You know, yeah. we also I, I also didn't get as much as Okoye as I thought we were going to get too. That that's was get, she we got did. a mini arc in this, like where she loses her thing in like and <laughs> and then comes back and just like and then comes back in a new suit. It's because it's like they almost need to replace her with um, Lupita Nyong'o's character, and then they're like, "Okay, she's out." I think no. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is like I, I, I think there's there's just that much, a Going lot of on. shit in this movie. Because yeah. I was like, I forgot that like, because I was like, oh, we didn't see Akoya for a whole lot, but I was like, no, wait, they have that that whole dragon sequence, like you know. And her and Shuri, I think maybe one of the best parts of the movie when they go into town to get Riri. To get Riri, that whole yeah, thing. Yeah was fun and i was like i'd watch a whole movie like this you know yeah and that's it's pretty cool i like the fact that they pair off some characters that you know didn't you know her and shuri were like didn't spend a lot of time yeah didn't spend a lot of time together in the first honestly movies. angela bassett's in this movie a lot more too and gets to spend angela time bassett's for a short good. moment we'll talk about that she has her um yeah angela bassett's like you know performance in the way she like the the performance of the the queen is just like it's, it's oh my gosh so complicated but yeah. also very like stoic in a in a cool way yeah she's like 
she's dealing with the grief by trying to return to like the traditions because she's like you know there's no black panther around yeah. she tries to like you know she's like trying to get shuri to kind of yeah very know, protective honor. of shuri yeah very protective of shuri um you know when that scene when she yells at okoye is was a little that was strong yeah Maybe one of the most dramatic moments of the whole movie, to right. be honest. A little too dramatic sometimes. I think it came um, out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know if it came out of nowhere. My bad. It just to me, like, the drama was heightened. Like, it, at yeah. one point, it was at an 8, and then the next moment, they, it was at a 12. They rely on, I think, Angela Bassett's ability to to make moments, like, very important. Yeah. She does it in the UN. Yeah. She does it, you know, here. Ooh, the UN scene is great. Yeah. And, yeah. And then when she's talking to Namor, like, you know, the yeah, first time. the first yeah, time. Yeah. I think she was a very effective, you know, um, yeah. I think it makes sense to elevate her role in this. And also, sadly enough, to, you know, really devastate. I mean, talk about grief. Like, all of these shows deal with, or movies and shows deal with it so much. And, like, they hold, no no one is, is safe in a Marvel movie a Marvel now. Movie, yeah. Especially if you're, like a, like, a, like, a beloved, well, like a family member of, like, a hero yeah. or something. Yeah, like, you know, man damn. Um, we're but, in, yeah, we're in the area where, like, they're going to start losing their yeah. loved ones. We're like, going we're gonna to end up having a lot of, like, angry heroes, heroes or something. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Or, I don't know, it seems like Sherry Rose revol- resolves that. But, yeah, when Queen Ramada died, I mean, it, it, I didn't see that coming much. I mean, I just thought it was really devastating. Here they are again at another funeral for another head of state for Wakanda, just yeah. everything's well, in flux, you know, and it's just, it's crazy. That death felt a little weird only because we had the real death <laughs> beforehand. Yeah. Um, it did, I, I'm saying it's just weird in the context of the movie, but I knew, I probably understood like kind of quickly that maybe yeah. the queen's death was probably one of the original deaths that was probably going to happen maybe. anyway. Maybe, yeah. And it, like, it, you know, either way, it's the thing that pushes Shuri. Shuri, yeah. yeah. And it's definitely like a, important for her art because she is, yeah, like she's full on revenge angry angry yeah. and she's there you know and that's what leads her yeah. to you know well i guess like survive Seeing the, the killmonger heart, yeah, the, instead of everyone else yeah yeah the heart-shaped herb like works and so she's yeah. like you know she's you know she's you know on a on a mission after that so yeah and this is like one of the you know the movie like we talked about is very long you know but i feel like multiple times i was like okay now we know like now we know where what what she's doing or like what's happening and um i mean when they, she be yeah yeah they kept you guessing all the way up until the yeah. end they're like, like is oh. she in there is she out damn I mean, she's good wait no she's bad oh damn he's gonna kill her i thought more twist than a Shyamalan flick because because namor has no problems getting to wakanda apparently you know because they unfortunately have water yeah exactly. <laughs> and also the, the shield should go underneath the water that kind of blows my mind huge red flag yeah Those wings do wonders for him too i mean I knew yeah. you, he's drawn in the comics a certain way and you kind of can't really see i mean he just like hops and stuff like the way he's drawn you kind of always known he can fly yeah. but the way the movies kind of make him fly and stuff it's pretty spectacular to see with a dude with the dude just with wings on his ankles which is pretty funny and who <laughs> also can wings. like be under like he is he's kind of can be anywhere he wants to yeah, be yeah and it's um, except the desert yeah it's pretty cool again another comment on the on the i was gonna say the atlanteans on the the people of telecon for actually swimming yeah and not like propelling themselves like jets well and stuff. that's it's what i said cool. that's like, one of the things oh, and then when they need to go faster killer whale gets yeah, yeah yeah just get a, get a that's, ride that's why I, I i thought when they attacked wakanda i was like oh is this like the crescendo happening and it was really just all about mm. devastating wakanda to push shuri even further, further. That, and that, i was like oh my and god that happens in the comics 200 yeah. percent where um atlantis in in the comics um does attack wakanda for sure like it's, that exactly the same way what did you think about the resolution to the thing? Like this whole, th- I mean, there's this, there's a plan for killing Namor. 
you know, against a lot of people's better judgments. I think Mbaka even tells her, like, you know, this doesn't really solve anything. Like, we'll be in war forever. You're about to kill their god. Um, What do you think about the way that it kind of ended? Because she gets really close to killing him. You know, she gets stabbed hard, (laughs) but she is able to kind of stop him from getting to the water and ripping the wings off his feet. I. And for as long of a movie, does it that, work? I'm, I'm, well, I don't know. That, I, I'm, I'm yeah. neutral. I'm agnostic on it. I guess that, that's what I was gonna say. Is for as long as the movie is, I feel like the, that conflict at the end is like super rushed, and so they don't like. She's never. That's why I thought it was weird that you know she kind of is suddenly just the, like the best Black Panther, you know, in this one because you know she got taken out by Corvius Glaive like super quick. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have that. The, yeah, the, yeah I, I understand. But yeah. but she was the never strength. really like a, a force to be reckoned with. She was more of the brains, like the guy in the chair. And so to see her take on take him on so quickly and so uh, so fast. Effectively. It kind of, and then it's over in an instant. And so I was like, damn, like I, I feel like it wasn't earned, I guess, uh, yeah. uh, enough because he spent like the whole movie whipping ass a ton, like throwing, like from his first scene, throwing the helicopter like it was nothing to him getting defeated by a, 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 a someone who wouldn't be used to that, you know? I mean, um, she kind of dried him out, literally. I mean, so like she thought of that. He's the weakest. But, yeah, that's the she, but even be. in the, even as he was dried out, even in that fight scene, he you're like, holy shit. Out. Yeah, he's like super strong. I would, I think but, too that there's this, the the, the first Black know. Panther had this too. Like Luke I f- didn't have any training <laughs> and he freaking won against yeah, well the Yeah, fir- well, the, well the first Black Panther movie ended with everyone take putting their arms down. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of happens again here. Like I feel like it, it's, it's the idea that the Wakandas are invincible. I guess so are the people from Talokan. So the only way to like it, it, it is a a mental argument, a, like a logical argument that gets people to stop fighting. Does that make right, sense? Because right, yeah. if not, like they'll they they'll just kill each. You know, it's just it could be a a crazy thing. But I was I it's it's not often that you see this in like movies like this, um, where there isn't like a clear we've won the battle. But it again, like I don't know if this is like a thing with the Black Panther films that we're gonna see. It's more of like a, you know, uh, here's the reason why we should not be fighting and everyone being like, okay. I know, poor Killmonger. I don't. Yeah, we're on I, board. I don't. Mm, yeah, it's I, an interesting choice. That's why I brought it, it up because I was like, I I, I noticed choice, yeah. it and I was like, huh. I don't and know. I don't, know, I don't feel like bad know, or good about it. Oh, sorry. Well, saying? you know they can't kill him like yeah, anymore yeah. because yeah. you need you need to have the whatever the spinoff. That's true. They're not gonna kill Thanos. Yeah. I do think it was a bit quick, though. I mean, because it's just like, you know, the war is over and everyone's just kind of cheering. And, in the or, ocean. But it's also like, it's yeah, it, it, it happens very fast. Like, if you were to kind of, like, you look away or something, I don't know why you would in the theater. But, you know, you would, if you, yeah, yeah you'd kind of miss it because it's like, it's very sudden and, and very quickly. You know, Brent and I kind of gamed this out. I was like, well, how could they end it? And I ended up being like, this is, I'm, I'm okay with it because the alternative in Marvel Land will be like, well, what giant crab? Can we, you know, whip out here? Or like, there's there's a lot of ways this could have been just really wild, you know? And I'm like, okay, I'm so I'm okay with the way, because they wanted it to be about Namor and Shuri. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. You know, everyone else is fighting in their for their behalf. So as long as they squash their beef, <laughs> everyone else does. Because, yeah, I, I don't know if I would have liked it better if we found some giant, you know, whale that Namor calls that, now everyone has to join forces to kill. Yeah. Which seems like maybe was in a draft somewhere for Marvel. And they're like, like, hey, we can get a big whale in here if you want. When it's not necessarily that I didn't like it, but it, it did feel like it left me like 
kind of feeling empty or like I wanted more of it, which again, it was two hours yeah. and 40 minutes. But after that fight scene or like the, yeah. the resolve of the climax, I was like, man. It's a hard I, I feel, thing. It's yeah. a hard thing to land uh, literally. Oh, well, it's not a plane. Land the Namor um, because it is because as we talk about this, we talk about all the world building stuff because this finale also, I mean, it had Ironheart in a new suit. It had Okoye. And, 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 it, and, and yeah. like it had right, all had of Maka, this. Right? He was up there? Yeah, yeah he, he was up there. Okay, but cool. it has like all of this like just uh, fight choreography <laughs> that has to like, we need to see Riri do something, you know, like right, we yeah, need yeah. to see. Uh, what is the name of Okoye's new character? Is there a name for her new... I think it's a Midnight, Midnight Angel. Midnight, yeah. oh yeah, okay. Well, I mean, like, we need to see the Midnight Angels do something. So, I mean, that may be part of it, too, is like, okay, like, we're get, we're just cordoning off moments that people can have, um, which I guess is like a... That is a major thing to the MCU, too, because that's not necessarily something we saw all the time. Yeah. But we, we definitely see it a lot now, like... We're talking like 10 villains, 16 superheroes. Yeah. And everyone's got to have something going on. Um, yeah. Any other big things that you want to talk about? I think I just want to kind of like, you know, just, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess Namor is just the, Namor is just like the, Namor. The, he's just the MVP here, I think. I mean, I, I yeah. think the Black Panther cast is actually great, actually. No, I think the, those probably are the, I think the the surprise person, I guess who steals the show is probably Namor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just just awesome. a huge unknown. So we were just like, ah, mm-hmm. what's going on? Right, with and then as terms of like the character too. I mean, I know you know, regardless of how you feel about the differences, you know, or like the differences made to his backstory and stuff like that. I think it kind of works. Um, it's um, it's really cool, and it's like kind of like long overdue. Martin Namor is like one of the original like three. Yeah, they've been like, trying to put him in the MCU for Marvel years, ep- for not a even while. M- the MCU, just in Marvel. Yeah, forever. I know. Yeah. Universal held his rights for like the longest yeah. time. Like I think they were going to make and a movie. And then Fox after, like, had Hulk. it for a while because yeah. fan- he's he was technically in the Fantastic Four deal yeah, or whatever yeah. universe. Or it's interesting. So, like, so having him actually appear on screen because he's one of the original Marvel heavy hitters. Um, yeah. it's cool. Like it's a welcome, I guess. Yeah, I just feel like with a character like him to also exist in a world with all of the other like we're we're. Or it's gonna be wild because like Kang, you know, there's like so much in this, and We've I'm got like, oh aliens. my god, We've yeah, got underwater people, hey, we have we're still Nordic gods, gods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't, they're not discovered by the end, right? Only the no. Wakandans know about the. And the, I think that's interesting to have all, of, but although Wakanda is really, good, I mean, there's also a there's lot. There's no of, reason for them to attack anybody. Else, there's a line the of this, which is like, are you good at keeping secrets? And that's, I think, yeah. the whole movie. Like everyone, also like, unless the Thunderbolts go down there to mine yeah. underwater shit, and like and no you one know needs what? to know about. You're absolutely but ross knows and he did tell didn't he i i feel like he told did he told he's like there's an underwater did world he say, but did anyone believe him though no one believed him he said it was but another he told, superpower i think yeah it wasn't one on the map or whatever and i feel like the lines is not far from everything that happened with lake bell <laughs> and like you know yeah, I, Lake I, Bell, what, what if cameo, by the way. She plays uh, yeah. Black Widow in What If. Yeah, she Lake Bell. I feel like that. I feel like she, it's it's possible that she's part of the script that survived from the first time they wrote that. Does that make sense? Like, oh, I yeah. feel like that was going to be a bigger deal, like the vibranium, you know, side of the of the movie. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you're I, right. It is still they still don't know exactly where they are. The ocean's big. It's huge. It's huge. No, no light down there. Apparently, it's just like the sunlight. That makes hits. sense, though, right? When you get like to the trench, it's it, there's no light. They're like playing in the dark, though. I guess they're just like <laughs> they. Hey, they play all night. Play all day. Yeah. Their eyes Sleep probably all day. Adjusted. Yeah, and it's kind of like crazy that I don't. 
know how often they visit the surface because they feel pretty comfortable up like they when if they wanted to they said that they've come up they've moved multiple times oh okay oh they have they yeah said? They, they, it says yeah. that they've moved and that's what's crazy that's what i love about again that oh, they super- do make namor the oldest hero here like he's obviously been around since yeah, like forever. the mayan like well, civilization that's yeah. part yeah. of what yeah. i love number two steve rogers okay. yeah. <laughs> love about like you know um the the wakandans use the heart-shaped flower to protect their tribes and what they have mm-hmm. the people from well, what's it called Talokan. Talokan. Talokan, um they take they took it to defend themselves from colonizers yeah and that's the only reason why they retreated to the sea because it was their last were, resort yeah and so you're like holy shit like this is really really awesome because that production build must have been pretty slow well <laughs> it's almost of, as if like you know wakanda's a, wakanda's an african nation um that basically prospered without the outside world yeah you know touching it and this is a nation that had like it, it was in response to yeah. that and that's that why they developed there you know there's a lot of similarities but that i think that's a massive difference because in this world so many people are almost resentful of wakanda because they're keeping the vibranium right and, and they didn't help us during all this other stuff and talokan you're almost like we get it <laughs> like we, we know mm-hmm. why yeah, like it makes sense that yeah. you had to retreat but it's not going to change well the once... people actually are literally blue so they would stick yeah out, like... well like it's not going to change. Once people know of Talokan, they will get the Wakanda treatment. <laughs> They'll get the, why aren't you giving us your vibranium or whatever thing. I, I, I thought that was an interesting part of this. And honestly, I w- somehow wish there was a little more. I don't know if that would have been just too overbearing. But the fact that like it seemed like a French uh, like sanctioned mercenary group was yeah, trying to steal. It, it was France, right? Yes, like was I thought France. that was really interesting. And, and just in – because we don't get a lot of peaks of the – the world at this time. And also, uh, I mean, yeah, the French with with Africa was real bad it's back very, then. Yeah. yeah, and so you're like, oh shit, like and this it, is it may, wild. And remember the first Black Panther, Killmonger's in a museum talking about like all the shit is stolen, and like, oh my god, that's yeah. why I feel like this yeah. movie. I I enjoyed all of that stuff, and I get that Telecon is basically just like a couple years behind of wakanda in terms of almost being exploited again right yeah um but yeah i was like that's an interesting thing because we don't see it that we, like what was we saw the flag smashers once you know right we don't mm-hmm. even know the sokovia record records we know think, are gone but like i think it's harder for the people of the earth to get to Telokan than it is to get to wakanda for sure and i think <laughs> that that is fair because they can just all sing and you all die yeah. like that's the that's the that's like they, do they can have just do, do that. they all have suits like just like you know those and little, they, like, they do seem a little more <clears throat> equipped with their water bombs and yeah, their yeah, water bit, like they cool. feel very like war ready but you know what namora did say that he's told them forever that we just need to be prepared i don't think that's the same with wakanda i think wakanda is like we're gonna have security but we're gonna just try to preserve our society. Sounds like in Telecon, it's like, no, we got we're ready to fight Telecon anytime. Uh overpopulated. Just yeah. like, that's what well, he says. The ocean, like, the ocean's big, John. Yeah, but he's so just like big. he says like there's more I have more soldiers than you guys have blades of grass. And you're just like, damn. Dude. That's insane. Yeah. But they I can see that. And I guess so. Yeah. It's under, but they also may just live like maybe longer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Just the, the surface area down there, just like. Yeah. Just like, I think that. And oh, then. I mean, under. We talked about it already. But surface area. By the end of the movie, you do feel like there may be some people in Talokan that are not wanting to stay quiet and stay right, yeah. like reserved and stuff. That's which true. I, I mean, that, that will happen to every like, you know. When they see other, like, you know, yeah. that when they see outside worlds and stuff like that, I feel like that's, that's that you always bring in, like, an idea, like, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Maybe we should be doing that. I mean, it's going to be harder for him to control, for sure. Because they did, s- 
this is this, is one. this the first time they fight Wakanda and Talakan? This is the first time they've ever yeah interacted. Fought. Yeah, assume there's losses. Like there's that that's going to be hard to to forget, you know, anytime soon. So, but and then that's going to continue for a while. Like it's yeah, always going to be a I guess a love hate, but always a tension with these Shoot. two. I think that countries. Kang Kang is going to want vibranium. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. To get out of the quantum room, Kang. Probably has vibranium. Like a variant is going to have it. Yeah. They're going to be like, well, well, "How did you?" But now get there's it? like well, a million ways to get it. Time travel, different dimension. Yeah. You can just jump through. Like, yeah. just like What's crazy is I think like um, where that meteor landed for. I, I'm not sure if it's Wakanda or um, um, Talokan, mm-hmm. but uh, it's right mm-hmm. where the the meteor landed. Re- like in real life, where who the threw, dinosaurs through that meteor, where the I dinosaurs, think it's Tiamat, the yeah. celestial, could yeah, have and been so him too. the celestial is the, yeah. in the comics did it, but Ooh, yeah, yeah, and a lot of Telokans probably died when he was coming I, through. I think that's interesting to keep an well, eye on because there's a lot of stuff about you end up finding timelines and well, the wrong and things. The uh, celestial sent it there because it kind of formed the placenta around the earth so that the other celestial can be b- born. Yeah, like it kind of heart, like you know, fortifies it and stuff like that. But for all we know, again, it's like. Um, you know, it has something to do with Kang, the multiversal yeah. war. That it's like a big bang. So I think all these things I, kept flying. Like you the, can, the I think that's going to be a huge part of this because if you even remember just Shang Chi, they're like, this shouldn't be here, or the bangle from his mom, this shouldn't be here. Nothing should be here. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're all learning because of Loki. Yeah. yeah, they're all not Probably. from this universe. Yeah, basically. none of this like, needs to be here. Sorry, everyone. Maybe Kang can get out of the quantum realm, but he can't bring his army out of there. So maybe yeah. that's why Honestly, he thinks we might be. I mean, because I was like, I think the actually no, the Wakandan presence in the both Avengers movies was pretty significant. So I guess not. So kind of, yeah, kind so, of, they they kind of oversampled. Like it was mostly them. Yeah, so like I think like in they're the ones that like have a the telecon. Yeah. We can't do anything. You know, in terms of like a like a circling back around on telecon, I don't know if we'll see telecon for a while. Yeah, but you know the black the Wakanda definitely is because the storylines that are set here. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking when you guys were talking. I was like, I already kind of know where this might go. Like you know, Thunderbolts is going to be a war on Wakanda or something. Phase six, New World Order is going to deal yeah. with that somehow Pres- too. President Ross, President and Harrison so Ford like, again, Air Force One. So like yeah, all of this stuff Hulk, is, is building for the non Red, Red Hulk, right? Red Hulk. I think this is all building because there's got to be like a main storyline for the non multiverse stuff because you know there every you know there's there's like an A and B storyline I guess. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. Like I think that multiverse thing, if it doesn't, yeah, I think I don't I don't think it has anything to do with this. And that was yeah, and maybe. this is and, and and I feel like this is always one of the <laughs> things that will make Telokan a. Just like Wakanda, you know, like we talked about them being in an Endgame and and Infinity War, like they were, they they knew the stakes, so they all said we're going to sacrifice and go. I don't necessarily think Namor's ever going to do that, so it could be another source where they're like, "There's a threat," and he's like, "No, nah, we're not, not our fight." Well, you think they would have survived if Ultron would have nuked the world? There's no, a lot uh, of things that I'm because no, no. I mean we know they're there, but also you're like, did they half of them get snapped too? Like, yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah. technically, yeah, of, yeah. So you see a bunch of mud because all the think, dust and the water oh, mixes when he snaps. Oh, gross! I think this is a problem going forward in yeah. the MCU, like where you're just gonna have to suspend your disbelief because mm. like no, I think yeah. it, they're gonna be like, oh, Kang's gonna destroy the Earth and the ocean is part of the Earth, and he's like, you're right, we have to come out of hiding to yeah. fight. Well, he, also, but he's gonna refuse it first, but yeah, even, like, <laughs> for sure. I'm, I'm thinking of like you know because even like. Because oh, who else has well, the armies? Because like, well, even like thinking if Ultron would have destroyed the Earth, or like even the What If episode where Ultron did destroy the Earth, did he destroy mm-hmm. Wakanda? Like I thought Wakanda has a giant fucking shield and shit over it. Like I don't they know, know how to de- they know how to how to uh, defend against vibranium probably more than anyone else on Earth. So yeah. why wouldn't they? Like, Not anymore. I guess so. But even then, like I guess you can Telecon- just swim. 
When, so when Ultron took out the Earth, like everyone's just kind of like, hmm. did yeah. you feel that? I don't know. <laughs> it's like an earthquake. Like Telecon was just like, all right, fine. That's like a problem burning. for whoever's making yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that movie because it is going to be. I bet you Telecon was freaking out when the Celestial was being born and the figures started to come out of the ocean. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I got to get out getting, of here. We're getting fingered. <laughs> Maybe that's one of the times they had to move because they're yeah. like, damn. Fish. There's a head. Fingered. Where our, uh, it smells <laughs> like fish. Where our temple used to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Um, I want to bring up too, like uh, we, we talked about Lupita Nyan, but Nakia ends up being, I mean, we knew she was a badass in the first movie, oh, but we, we, we see a lot more of her in this. And I think it's cool, especially considering that she is in Hi- Haiti, but it's also really interesting because of the way the movie ends. And also that she gets to, to flex her Latin American roots. Yeah, that's true. She speaks Spanish and then she speaks Mayan. Like, and she's like, she's like, I know, because that's her whole thing. She can disappear mm-hmm. to wherever she is. And we now know why she was absent. I'm, I'm leading towards the... the the, t- the only yeah, yeah. after credit scene the in the movie, um, and that is because she hath given birth to the son of T'Challa, second of his name, T'Challa, king yeah. of the uh, Wakanda. Wakanda, yeah, <laughs> future what, king of Wakanda. What did I mean? We, we kind of talked about that. I mean, we normally talk about the after credit scene, but it's you know it it is a it is a down payment for the future of the MCU. Totally. A slight recasting of T'Challa if with anything, T'Challa. Yeah. the... Probably the most on the nose thing. Yeah, I, I saw it coming as soon as they said that she was gone for six years. I was yeah. like, she had his kid. I didn't know. She, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, she's just devastated. Or I, honestly, I was just like, oh, they didn't have money for Lupita. Because, I mean, she was absent from uh, <laughs> Endgame because oh, she was doing yeah, a Broadway play or whatever. Maybe she got snapped away. There's also a big absence here, too, right? With, um, shoot, I don't know the character's name. He was in the first Black Panther movie. What? Oh, you're talking about. Um, Claw? No, he's talking about uh, he's dead. dude from Nope. Oh, Daniel Daniel Kaluuya's character. Yeah. I don't know what the name is, yeah, but they, he's obviously he's not. They they they, they, they give it a line. They give him a line. They're like, oh, right. he's, he's away. I think literally he was just probably filming. They said, yeah, they said saying, he yeah. was banished um, because he was on oh, Killmonger's Killmonger side. Right. So he was banished to the outside. Oh, I remember that because yeah. that was one of the things that um, Queen Ramonda uses against Okoye. Okoye because it, it was her husband. You sided with him, yeah. But what did you think about New T'Challa? Oh, I'm um, sorry, T'Challa. T'Challa. T'Challa the second. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm also. I'm. I guess I'd have to watch it again to see what the like the way it's done. I think it's done pretty very tastefully and like yeah. very homage. It's like an indie. We're watching a damn indie movie at the yeah. end of this, right? We're like, damn, close-ups. In terms of like you know, and uh, <laughs> it just to me it feels a little weird. Not in a, and I guess I guess maybe in a bad way, but not in a bad way. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I it. There's a thing that happens in some movies to kind of retcon stuff this feels like a retcon like we're just kind of like oh this is the character like all along this is the same name so it's like you're kind of just trying to push this character to be the same like just like pretty much a replacement and it's just a a little weird if you're so, There's a, I don't know. I, I guess you already I, have a replacement Black Panther. Why didn't? Why couldn't you wait for? There the was yeah, Sherry's back. Yeah, yeah. I, There's a part yeah, of me that know, feels whatever. like if I think about all the MCU stuff, I start to be like, oh, just I lost track of how many things we're supposed to look out for now. But you know, like it just happens all the time. And here's another one. And then there's a part of me that's like, okay, I can see how this is kind of a symbol for hope because right, honestly, right. Sherry has had such a rough go in this movie Mm -hmm. and you know i mean at the scene that she's literally burning the the funeral clothes she would refuse to get rid of because she doesn't believe in symbols like that and she's doing it and now here is uh like a symbol for hope which is 
a you know a continuation of someone that right, she lost, yeah. and I'm like, okay, that's beautiful. I get them. People were crying in the theater, but oh, I don't know. Am, but, I, am I the asshole? Just no, no, no. Like, but really but but yeah, I, I don't I think it. But I think it's fair to think of all of the other stuff because Marvel spent the whole movie doing that stuff. You know, totally like giving totally. you like, oh, here's another thing. Here's another new thing. It's got to come back around full circle for the, yeah. the the way it started, which is having a little. Chadwick Jr. in this one, or a little T'Challa Jr. But, I mean, of course, like, we don't even know when the next Wakanda Forever, or, sorry, whatever. It's not going to matter. Five be, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when that happens, but it's an interesting thing. I it think that, that's why you're you're like, okay, this is beautiful, but then you're like, okay, but yeah, yeah. what does this actually mean, and why are we throwing it in at the end? It's like what you but said that's earlier. that's like a it's, classic Marvel thing to be like, oh, B- BT Dubs. It's <laughs> definitely, like, it's what you said earlier. It's like, it's the, the elf. it's the down payment for future for well, and, future and events. also yeah. you, you know that it's going to be like four years later so they're like hey this kid's going to be ready to go yeah. in four years like <laughs> or they're like recast we got another guy. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. you throw him in the quantum realm and he turns comes back an adult or something you're just like yeah. all the kids are going to get sucked into the quantum realm and oh then jump God, out and yeah. they're all going to be like Avengers actors <laughs> they're going to need Thor to rescue the kids again and the kids fight again <laughs> I forgot what happened about that movie um uh, a very touching moment though that's why I was like yeah. I'm conflicted on just like the way like you know in, I guess the motivations of how why that yeah. moment happened. I think that's kind of what we from want, the corporate we would standpoint not, would I like guess. to know. Yeah, we so, hope yeah. it's not like that. It's also yeah, kind of yeah, exactly. It's also kind of fucked up to keep it from Shuri because everyone else knew. Yeah, including <laughs> Ramonda, right? Yeah. Like it's very well, like every, she went to go visit. So like she everyone was say it at one point. She was like, "Yeah, there's something I need to tell you." And then Namor came up and was like, right, yeah. "Imperious Rex." They came up, and so but I, and that's like you know as we go to like our final thoughts on the movie. I f- uh, th- this is I guess I'll give mine first, and then we'll go around. But it, like that moment, that ending moment, just reminds me how personal this movie still feels, even though it is filled with all of the other stuff that we just talked about. Two and Two hours, 40 minutes, and maybe an hour and a half of that is a lot of, like, MCU stuff that's Mm -hmm. happening. And, um, you know, and sprinkled in is kind of this almost cathartic thing for the artists all reckoning with what uh, has happened and their personal feelings and what, you know, is coming next and what what this franchise means. Because, you know, the the Black Panther franchise is not going away regardless of, of, you know, uh, of the actors, uh, you know, we're, we're, I mean, we are just talking about the after credit scene, but it's such an important um, franchise and, and what it symbolizes. And I feel like now with the addition of Namor and, and Tenoch Huerta, like, I feel like it's just uh, an exemplification of that to be like, this is the Black Panther franchise inside of the MCU is a really important franchise. Right, yeah. um, not only because it, it represents so much to now even more people than mm-hmm. before, um, but just because of the, I think it, I think this movie sets the bar for the craft of what an MC movie could be. Like right, yeah. we've watched so many MC movies where we don't second guess any. We, we we don't like we don't appreciate a lot of the stuff that's on screen because it's so fast and we're yeah. just like, okay, and it happens so often. Sometimes. So often, and it, and this has so much attention to detail, and even in the way that it is, it just feels different from everything else because of Kugler, to be honest with you, right, like you yeah. know, and the and the crew that he brings on. I think it's still a really uh, important, I think, gem in the MCU uh, glove gauntlet, um, and I hope they continue because, and and I hope that like other filmmakers realize in the MCU that they can do this stuff and not be afraid of it because it's, you know, it works. Um, but yeah, Drew, what are your final thoughts on Black Panther Wakanda Forever? 
Um, I, I thought the first one was better, but this one is still really good. Uh, the first one is always going to be hard to measure up to because it's one of the best in the MCU. One of the best, and it's not even just movies. It's uh, across the TV shows, across everything. Um, one of the best superhero movies ever, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love that the Black Panther franchise seems to be, uh, seems to, to look like it's going to, it's 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 a champion for representation, not just for um, one people, but for it looks like a lot of different people now. Um, so that's uh, I hope yeah. that if there is a third one uh, that they keep pushing that because I think it's um it's re- you should see the way Huerta uh, talks about like on press on the press tour where he's like man I never thought that someone who looked like me would be in these movies or be a leading man or what it uh, means to the the kids who you know the who they, who he looks like and stuff like that and who have the same skin color and um it it a lot of that was said for the first Black Panther movie and so you you know that that was what made the the first one uh, part of what made the first one really special so you kind of wanted to see how they were going to push that in this one or um mm-hmm. and do more and this is the way you do it um they you know with the representation of of a, a ton of the the mexican culture so it, it, i think it's it's really really cool and um it, it deserves to stay on the box office until avatar probably yeah and it's doing really well it's made yes. i mean it's already a third of its way to a billion dollars <clears throat> yeah wow. it's gonna get there pretty quick john what are your final thoughts on black panther wakanda forever um i think in, in talking with you guys, I mean, I, I felt pretty strongly about it before I before we started recording because it was it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I feel better about it now and just like talking to you guys about it. Um, all of that, you know, it's very unfortunate that we lost Chadwick. Um, you know, he was a great. He was gonna do great things. You know, you know, regardless of you know more Black Panther movies or not. Like he was that dude had he had chops yeah. and it was gonna he was he uh, he, he would he would have been great a greater. But like uh, this movie uh, for it taking kind of like a really unfortunate situation and then kind of you know injecting a lot of heart in in what it's trying to say and even i guess you know it's weirded out by the format where it's like a super ensemble movie like it's kind of like you're jumping all they over pass the, place. the torch literally in the movie yeah and then you're jumping all over the place like locations storylines um i can see like if you're you know the, the franchise is going to continue i can <clears throat> i can see i guess the third one being taking the same route because now i'm kind of used to the you know, I'm you, I'm, I'm kind of used to the Black Panther characters yeah. now, like you know, or like the the Wakanda, you know, uh, supporting cast. So keeping that up in the future, there's definitely more more stories like that. Maybe you can have a more centric, like in like well, no, more you, specific. You've established Shuri as yeah, yeah, and the so, like, central character. So. Now, if Shuri's going to be the central character, then you, yeah. you follow her. But I mean, they literally almost kill all the other, <laughs> like the yeah. the all the lineage except for her. But I mean. You know, the stuff that works in this movie really works for me. Um, you know, uh, Tenoch Huerta as, as Namor is great. You know, Letitia Wright, um, Lupita Nyong'o, Angela Bassett. Like, um, very, like, you know, performance-driven movie, in my opinion. Um, there are some questionable moments for me. I think we covered it mainly, basically, like, the ending and, um, I guess, maybe some continuity, like, issues. But, you know, that's probably just our, our fanboy and, you know, and ism talking. They do introduce a lot. Like, that's, yeah. and, and that's, and that's hard, it's hard to wrap all of it's, that. Yeah, up. it's it's a, it's a lot to, to digest. So, like, you this know, this is that's not an A story, B it. story. This is A, B, C, D, E story going on. Um, What's after E? But it's very, um, uh, but the movie is very enjoyable. And I think, um, I think, uh, like, what, what you guys said about, like, rep- representation, I think, like, you know, it's, um, it's amazing that they're still doing that with this movie and then pushing the bar a little bit further, you know, and, you know, including all of that that came out, like, you know, with Tenoch Huerta and then, you know, that type of like, you know, showing that type of culture and stuff. That's pretty, that's freaking awesome. 
Um, and then just like, you know, just to be in here with these characters again, I remember just, you know, I kind of got a little sad just talking about it or hearing the final thoughts. Cause you know, like I was so excited to see black Panther in freaking civil war, like back mm. when it first started, like, you know, you know, you you were kind of wondering, you know, watching movies like, uh, Ant-Man or, you know, even age of Ultron, you're just kind of like, what the fuck, Where, where's the other guy? Like, you know, because black Panther is again, one of those like, you know, heavy hitters kind of like the way Namor is, but you're kind of so excited to see him back in the day. And then, you know, for all this stuff to happen and then, and for it to kind of pivot and you're still in his world, like that's pretty cool. And that's so, I mean, I guess just hats off to the character and for Marvel and Coogler and company for, you know, for kind of like nailing it, I think yeah. in this case. So they did good considering yeah. what they had. And then mm-hmm. also yeah. considering I, it looks like what the mandate is now for an MCU movie. Yeah, totally. They were fighting an uphill battle and yeah. he, he, he got it. He got he it. He got it yeah. up the hill. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Running up that hill. Wow, you kids know what that is, you TikTok kids. Well, let us know what you think about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I know that we talked for a while, but if you have anything that you think we missed, let us know. Follow us on social media at DelphinPod, D-L-F-I-N-P-O-D. But we'll go around the horn and give some plugs. But you're right, like this might be, we could do like two or three up. There's so much. And I, and, I think we lot, won't. Yeah. Have, has anyone here seen it twice? Like, I feel like if we watched it again, we would also be like, no, oh. I wanted to, but like, I feel like that might be. I mean, yeah, there's. It's long. <laughs> yeah. And that's maybe, honestly, like, it's not. It, 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 that's going to eat into the box office of the movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. being this long means like two less showtimes every day. I yeah it's it's wild. I mean I feel like we were all over the place in this podcast, kind of like the way the movie was when it jumped around storylines. We're about to like, wrap it up real nice right now though. It's just uh, <laughs> that's something the movie doesn't. Yeah, do. not just real sudden. I have someone I want to show you. Yeah, and then boom. Um, good. I mean, just uh, where I don't know where I was going with this, but it was a good flick. Yeah, good flick. <laughs> I was I was like about to ask people what to yeah, plug, yeah, and I was yeah, like, okay, like, wait, wait, <laughs> I forgot what I was. Drew, going. what do you have to plug? Um, mostly, um, the countdown strikes back check for all your star Wars needs. Um, we're getting around close to life day. So we love life day. We love life. Hashtag. Yeah. And we love another watching day. the holiday special. Oh, we got to record it for another fucking podcast. Um, for sure. And then, uh, <laughs> check out all the stuff that we've been, uh, we've been covering Andor, the latest, uh, star Wars series streaming on Disney plus. And it's one of the best, baby. Yeah. Some of the best you... Star Wars we've ever had. And you know what? Watch it on ABC on Thanks, on Thanksgiving Day <laughs> on, on Freeform yeah. on Watch Hulu, it on ESPN. Uh, yeah, uh, the Ocho. <laughs> what else streaming do they really, know? Yeah. Streaming really doing that bad that they need Fox to be like Snooze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so go check that out, and then check out the Dirty Radio for all your professional wrestling uh, needs with Juicy J in the sheets, John Esquadero in the streets. John, what do you have to plug? Uh, I'm going to plug uh, Revenge of the Sequel. Um, that podcast is going on right now. Um, we actually, at the time of this recording, we'll probably have to record an episode after this. Um, but that's been really fun. You know, we've had a werewolf month and, for Halloween. We have some other sequels coming up, you know, that are pretty pretty cool. And so that, that's, that, that's the first thing I'll plug. The second thing I'll plug is vaccines. Yes, you heard me. Get V'd up. Yeah, get V'd up. Just, you know, just thought I'd say that and throw it out on this podcast. Well, uh, let uh, again, you can support the pod at patreon.com slash selfinpod. You'll hear us again next week. All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>